Ross Dellinger, Yahoo Sports, joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line as we don't have the Pac-12 anymore. And we're all monitoring maybe what the ACC will do or won't do. And why are they listening to Notre Dame? If Notre Dame ends up, uh, Notre Dame and Miami end up going to the Big Ten at some point. This is Out of Bounds, 105.9 The Zone ESPN. Ross Dellinger, good morning. How are you, buddy? Good morning. How you doing, Bo? I'm good, man. Uh, okay. Are you are you to blame for the Pac-12? Yes. Point the finger at me. <laughs> <laughs> are, a lot of fingers being pointed. Who who's who's to blame? I, it's probably a lot of things. You know, it probably goes back to Larry Scott's decision to start up the Pac-12 network and not partner with a big ESPN or Fox. Uh, it probably goes to George Klavkoff's, um situation this this past year of mismanaging maybe some things or even misleading uh, presidents and then the presidents are to blame remember the commissioners serve at the behest of the presidents of of each school so there's a little bit of blame to go around and then overall Bo, the real overarching blame is probably just on the general cultural landscape uh, of america right um, people care less about college football on the West Coast mm-hmm. than they do anywhere else in the country. Um, aside maybe from from uh, the Northeast, the very Northeast uh, or something, but uh, New England area. But outside of that, they just they care less. They don't attend the games as much. They don't donate as much. And that's kind of where we are. Ross Dellinger on the Out of Bounds show. What do you make of... The whole Texas Longhorns, Pac-12 may have thought they had a deal in 2013. ESPN creates the Longhorn Network. Didn't really care where it was, if anybody could find it or if anybody was watching it. But it kept Texas kind of maybe where they needed them to be. And then several years later, Texas joins the SEC. Your thoughts on kind of how that all played out, Ross? Yeah. It's kind of fascinating to uh, right to think about um, what could have been uh, if if Texas had made the leap and they were so close to going. I I, uh, I know there have been several stories written um, about how close Texas was to joining the Pac-12 10, 12 years ago, whenever it was. And I mean, it it was just uh, it was it was a close call and. Uh, if it had gone that way, it'd be really fascinating to see how the landscape would be right now, right? We, we, you know, USC and UCLA probably wouldn't have left the Big Ten, and wow. certainly, um, you know, I don't think Texas. If that were the case, I don't know that Texas would have left. You know, for the SEC, would have left the Pac-12 for the SEC. Uh, you know, you don't have you don't have any of this. So these these decisions, these, yeah, really. Um, really impact things years uh, in advance. And it's crazy to go back and think of how things would have changed. And you can do that with, right, with a lot of decisions that, that were made. Um, yeah, these are really big calls. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of fascinating to look back. Okay, let's talk about what the SEC may or may not do over the next few years. Um, Commissioner Sankey, you've got a relationship with him. People are quoting him, interviewing him. Um, they're in a good spot. 
Ross. They don't have to do anything. Um, Texas and Oklahoma joining the party, very healthy conference, money coming in, all that. People are going to watch. Like you said, we're, we're nuts down here in the Sun Belt over college football. So, um, does Florida State bring enough value? Does Clemson bring enough value? My opinion, and I could be wrong, that the next throwdown is going to be for North Carolina between SEC and Big Ten and maybe UVA, and here's why. North Carolina is the biggest state without an SEC or Big Ten school. They are a national brand. There's different tiers to national brands, but and they're really good academically. Do you like where I'm going? You disagree? What do you make of that? Yeah, for sure. I mean, that you know, I was on the phone yesterday with a, a high-ranking SEC person, and I told him that uh, that you know the Big Ten it's it got to eighteen. What do you think about that? And he said, he said, I don't care if they get to forty, we're fine as we are now. Um, but you know, while that is said, while I think the SEC is quite comfortable in, in the current position, the landscape continues to change. And I think I don't know that there's any schools out there that really bring value uh, that are available and bring value to the SEC, right? Um, however, there are there are some that are unavailable right now that would bring value to the SEC. And while most maybe think that the Florida States, Miamis, and Clemson's, it's not right. And then I, and I wrote this back in May in a realignment story that new states are what are most attractive. And uh, North Carolina is that, as you mentioned, Virginia is that. Uh, the SEC wants to probably, you've heard Greg Sankey use multiple so- times contiguous states, uh, and those would fall in line with that culturally. They're somewhat similar to SEC programs, uh, but they bring they bring the value. Um, you know, the SEC is in Florida already, right? Uh, the SEC is in South Carolina already. You would have one, you'd have fights on your hands with those schools, SEC schools in those states already uh, for adding uh, other in-state programs like a Clemson or Florida State. Not only that, but you're, you're already in that state and new states bring new money. Um, they bring new viewership. They bring literally bring new money. You'd be in net, what's called in network uh, for the SEC network. You get more money uh, for, for a, if you have a school in a state so it, it certainly uh, makes a lot of sense that North Carolina uh, specifically would be more attractive. However, they're unavailable, right? All those schools I just said are at least right now unavailable <laughs> because they're locked up in a grant of rights for 13 more years. And I can tell you one thing, the SEC is not going to dabble, nor is the Big Ten, I don't believe, going to dabble and get involved in legal issues with the grant of rights. Now, if schools want to take it upon themselves, like it appears Florida State is bound to, to break the grant of rights on their own and get out, um, handle legal issues on their own, maybe go independent for a few years, then maybe are they more available for the SEC? Probably so. Okay. Ross Dellinger, Yahoo Sports, on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. What about... I may have framed that up the wrong way, Ross. The throwdown between the SEC and the Big Ten at some point, you're right, with the grant of rights through 2036. Although, if the conference implodes overnight, then everybody kind of, that's the scenario I envision. Kind of everything goes sideways and so on. But uh, 
Should I have framed it up instead of an SEC Big Ten throwdown that for North Carolina, it's a ESPN Disney Fox battle royal? Uh, yeah, more so, yeah. Um, uh, the grant of rights, if you, if you talk to uh, most lawyers, probably 99% of them, they'll say it's, it's pretty uh, ironclad, uh, but there are lawyers. They happen to be located in Tallahassee, Florida, in Clemson, South Carolina, that believe that maybe there's some wiggle room uh, there. Now, you're talking about another option, which is at least seven, maybe eight schools getting together, which we reported about back in May, right, that the seven were getting or seven ACC schools were talking amongst themselves, and they actually met a few times. Um, there's a lot of ACC, I think, reporters who uh, – want to disregard all that and, and think that it wasn't serious. Believe me, it was serious. They met multiple times together and discussed an exit strategy. Uh, and the exit strategy was going to be to dissolve the league. There, If you get more than half, uh, uh, you know, to agree to dissolve the league, they believed the, the league dissolves. However, they really needed an eighth. And then even at that point, it could have been legal trouble. You know, there could have been some legal issues. So it kind of slowed down. And then when it came, when it leaked out on my story in May, it, it kind of stopped, uh, at least for now. But that gives you an idea of how serious, the you know, half the league is of getting out of this thing. Mm. Now, the third option you mentioned, right, it involves ESPN Disney, involves them, like, letting, negotiating with the schools to let them out, kind of like Fox did in the Big 12 did with Oklahoma and Texas leaving a year early, I get no inclination that ESPN or the ACC is going to do that in this case. Okay. Okay. Ross Dellinger has been all over this. Yahoo Sports, he joins us on the Out of Bounds Show. Uh, when you think about the SEC and ESPN versus the Big 10 and Fox for North Carolina, several years ago, or, or just even – a few weeks ago, Ross, before the, the Pac-12 implodes, I think a lot of people thought uh, Big Ten is in the catbird seat because of their academics and so on. And, and if this ever happened, that's where North Carolina would gravitate. I think now, if this comes to fruition or you know starts to play out the next three, five, six, seven years, whatever, that the SEC has more aces, Ross, because of what just happened with the Big Ten and all those schools out west, and North Carolina will be like, hey, we can join this conference, and we don't have to send our tennis, golf, volleyball, and everybody else all around the country. What do you make of that? Yeah, it's a great point. I, I think um, you know, I visited Chapel Hill quite a bit. Uh, look, when you – when you see the the town and walk through campus, uh, it it reminds you of a lot of SEC schools. Um, I think the academic side of the school would tell you that uh, they prefer the Big Ten and they fit in better there. I think the athletic side of it would tell you they'd prefer the SEC and they fit in better there. Um, I don't know what the answer is, but I think the determining one of the determining factors i mean the top determining factor is money right if there's too big of a 
gap between the money. It makes things easy. It makes the, the decision easy. Uh, but the other determining factor is exactly what you're talking about, right? It, it's, uh, which involves money too, right? Travel and, uh, expenditures on, on getting to the places like, uh, like Eugene in LA, uh, as opposed to getting to the farthest SEC places like Norman and Fayetteville. So, um, I think, I think that in the end, uh, and it's funny, last time I visited North Carolina, um, at Chapel Hill, I, I was out with um, somebody that works there, and we were talking about this exact thing. And um, you know, he was he was telling me about the the decision, if that ever comes, that awaits North Carolina, and how there is going to be probably a split with within the school of of what approach to take there, what what direction to take to go. Uh, and it's fascinating. It's going to be fascinating whenever, when, if it ever comes about. Yeah, I I just think the SEC now has the advantage because of Fox and the Big Ten. My my, here's follow up. Did all right because of the pressure and demand that will be on student athletes. There's already a ton of pressure on student athletes daily, uh, but because of this new pressure and demand that has been created through the Big Ten and Fox going crazy. Did did. Fox and the Big Ten jumped the gun, in your opinion, Ross, with what just happened? Um, I, I think, you know, and I think it's been well-written and reported, like the, the Big Ten, a, a portion of the Big Ten specifically, uh, you know, some of the schools in power were, were at least at first against further expansion. Um, they've been pretty public about it. But when, when your TV partner who, by the way, owns, I think it's like 60%, 65% of the TV deal. And then in, in, in a partner in Fox who made decisions on your overall TV deal and set in on meetings with other TV networks uh, during negotiations for the TV deal, you know who runs the show. <laughs> Fox has a lot of authority and power. Uh, and if they come and say, we got an extra $65 million a year to give you to go get Oregon and Washington, so it's a reduced rate for them and nobody else has to take a cut from the pie, um, you know, you uh, I guess you say yes. That, mm-hmm. that kind of seems like what happened there. Um, and, you know, I think most people in college athletics would say, even some of the Big Ten, that it's not good for college athletics what happened to the Pac-12. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. What about? I think Notre Dame and Miami end up in the in the Big Ten at some point. Do you? I have a hard time believing that Notre Dame, which is in the middle of a negotiation for a new TV deal with NBC, that could be pretty. Um, large in in long term uh, that they would end up in a conference anytime soon maybe i guess down the line maybe a decade or more decades plural maybe they end up being shoved into a conference um I, i'll tell you a story a really quick story i i uh i spoke at a notre dame event with uh the school president and the athletic director here in dc a few months ago and it like all the big wigs are that were there from Notre Dame, all, all the all the DC Notre Dame alumni and folks, including 
a Supreme Court justice and a couple of U.S. senators were in attendance, all Notre Dame folks. And um, the athletic director was asked a question on stage uh, about Notre Dame's role in realignment. And Jack Jack Swarbuck took the microphone and, and said, and I'll never forget this, he, he said, I know one thing, Notre Dame has has no uh, has no involvement in realignment. We are independent and will stay that way. He didn't get a ovation. He got a standing ovation from the crowd. In that, I remember thinking, if whoever changes Notre Dame's course and conference trajectory uh, is going to get booed out of office because these the people just love the independence they love to be different and as long as they're getting money from NBC enough money they'll continue that way so okay. i i just don't think that's something imminent miami is a totally different question yeah i i, I could see, i think they're going i could see miami fitting into the big 10 uh quite nicely and and actually when kevin warren was over the big 10 and created a list of expansion targets miami was Pretty high up there, from what I understand. Okay. Ross Dellinger, Yahoo Sports, senior college football reporter. He joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. Fascinating what's happening in the world of collegiate athletics. Did Fox and the Big Ten jump the gun by doing what they did? The last This has been ongoing for a while. But uh, will it hurt them the next time there is a big heavyweight fight between North Carolina? I would say they had the advantage prior to the massive expansion on the West Coast. Now, I don't think they do. Uh, do you think that Florida State, all right, depending, this ACC thing, it, it sounds like Swarbrick, for our listeners, Jack Swarbrick is the athletic director at Notre Dame. Ross just referenced him. Uh, do you find it, I don't know, not comical, but you kind of chuckle that that Notre Dame's not even a full member in the the sport that generates money in football. They are in the other sports. And that they are trying to, I don't know, dictate or influence definitely what the ACC may or may not do with Cal and Stanford, Ross? You know, the the, the Calford uh, situation has uh, been fascinating to watch. Um, you know, I uh, it makes no sense, um, right? And uh, most people in college athletics will tell you it makes no sense for them to go to the to the ACC, and I think it's probably why they couldn't get the votes in the straw poll a couple couple nights ago. And it seems like it's a dead issue, but they, I think they're still talking about things in the ACC. Um, and Bo, I don't, you know, I don't know, you know, if the ACC ultimately denies them, which appears again going to happen. I don't know what they do, and I'm, I'm writing about that. And it, hopefully today it'll drop on Yahoo Sports of, of what the path for the Pac four will be mm. right, specifically Cal and Stanford. And it does, a lot of it does depend on Stanford. They're the biggest brand. Uh, you know, people, a few people know like how historic I think that Stanford's athletic prowess is. They won the most national championships and much of it in Olympic sports, obviously. Um, they've won the NACTA director's cup, like 26 out of 29 years. Yeah, that is awarded to the, best athletic department when it comes to success of teams. It's incredible. Uh, and they're number three ranked academic university in the country. <laughs> and they're, they're out in homeless. It's a fascinating thing and a sad thing, probably. And I don't know what they do. I, I think that they have knocked on the Big Ten 
door quite a bit, um, even taking a significantly reduced rate um, to get in the Big Ten. And um, for now, the door's closed. Ross Dellinger on the Out of Bounds Show. We've got a couple of minutes here, Ross. Um, As far as the SEC, do you believe in the next five years? No, hold on. Florida State and Clemson. Do you think that they will end up in the SEC or the Big Ten at some point? In the next five years? Yeah. Five-ish. Uh, oh man, it, that's it's tough. It's it's tough to say. Um, I'm gonna I would I'm gonna say no, but I'm not I'm not real confident in that no um, because I do think somebody, preferably uh, or most notably Florida State, uh, given their public um, uh, actions lately, that they will challenge the GOR. Um, but they're not going to get an invitation or a spot in the SEC or Big Ten, I don't think, until they challenge the GR or win and probably be independent maybe for a few years. So it's hard. Uh, I don't think in five years that may, maybe that happens. But in 10, I would probably have – I would probably feel m- more confident to say yes. Um, but in, in five, it's a little tougher. All right. We'll leave it there. Um, how's everything going at Yahoo? Great, man. Same role, pretty much same job, just new employer, you know, bigger digital audience. And it's been, uh, it's been good. Been, uh, been rocking and rolling. I haven't taken a breath. You know, my first sport, what, three or four weeks has been, uh, has been quite busy, um, with all this stuff. Well, uh, you do a great job. Appreciate your time and, uh, all the funds right around the corner in a couple of weeks. So we're all ready. Appreciate you, man. All right, bud. Thanks. Ross Dellinger, Yahoo Sports, National College football writer. He joined us on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. So, ACC expansion on life support. And Stanford, he mentioned how big they are academically, how many national championships they've won. And they may not have a home. They were willing to take a reduced rate to go to the Big Ten. No invite. Does it make sense for the ACC to go get Stanford and Cal? Sure doesn't look like it. That's for sure. But the uh, the next war, in my opinion, is Fox versus ESPN or Fox in the Big Ten and ESPN in the SEC for North Carolina. Tar Heels, baby. Have a great weekend. Um, hey, don't forget about the amazing burgers at Burgers, Blues, and Barbecue. We love their onion rings. They've got the uh, the blue plates, lunch specials. Their smoked chicken is magnificent. They got some fried pickles, too, that pair very, very well with a Michelob Ultra or a Stella, Stella Artois. Um, Enjoy the weekend. Oh, one more thing. Tito's Vodka Bloody Mary at Highball Lanes tomorrow morning. And it's National Bowling Day. Go ahead and grab some friends and bowl all weekend at Highball Lanes in Fondren. Thanks for listening to the show. We'll be back Monday. See ya. Have a good weekend. Thanks for listening.